Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And buy Woody's Sunglasses. Don't let glare ruin your magical view. These premium wood frame polarized sunglasses will let you tour the parks in style. Visit them at Woody's.com. And now, it's show time. Vahidi Mekyonimana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 226 for the week of February 18th, 2018. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. The only Disney podcast that, uh, yes, that's right. right. (laughs) The only Disney podcast. (laughs) Our numbers are way down then. If we're the only one, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But these other people are listening to. <laughs> so uh, this week, Matt is not with us. A little tired. Ooh. Sick and tired, actually. Sick and tired of taking care of his kids who've had the flu. Um, who really just wanted more attention from, from Matt. So that's <laughs> why. The reason why he's not on the show, to be honest. Yeah, well... It happens. Yes, it does. That's okay. That's fine. It is what it is, right? Miss you, Matt. Come back. <laughs> so, anything new in the world of Disney with you guys? Possible, yeah. I still don't have a trip planned, and it's kind of irritating me. So, oh. <laughs> it's, that, it's like I'm starting to itch and scratch and get rashes. I mean, it's crazy. There's power right, for that. see a doctor. Yeah. I just want a countdown. I just want one. I have a countdown, but it's all dependent on airfare. The airfare is like extremely high for November. I mean, granted, you're pretty far out, so prices are usually a lot higher when you book that far in advance. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping it does drop down because I'm not spending $1,600 in airfare. Uh, that Oof. would be... Uh, Yikes. Yeah. That's not happening. I'd much rather drive than spend that kind of money. Well, it's like I'm starting a new job and stuff, so it's like everything's kind of up in the air right now for me, but I was hoping to get down there for like a weekend or something, August-ish maybe, somewhere around there, but I just don't know yet. Yeah. So we'll see how things go. Yes, I just, you know, I wanted to congratulate you on your new job, you know, Thank head, you, sir. head fry guy at McDonald's. That's pretty impressive. That's right. Hey, <laughs> I started washing lettuce. Yeah, and, you, you uh, worked your way up. <laughs> I'm on French fries now. Good for you. <laughs> they finally let you near the fryer, huh? Yeah, that uh, it's McDowell's, by the way. It's not McDonald's. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I got confused. 
Speaking of speaking of McDonald's, they're not a sponsor of the show, but I don't know if anybody has seen some of the things that were, were going on, on Twitter and the news that McDonald's Happy Meal is changing. They're going to be getting rid of the cheeseburger and chocolate milk. What? Yeah. No more cheeseburgers unless you specifically request it, but they're getting rid of chocolate milk. for They want a healthier choices for <laughs> healthier children. Like, really? It, how... If I'm not, because that's all Cooper gets if we ever take him to McDonald's. The chocolate milk is 1%, where the white milk is like 2%. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fine. That makes no sense. Well, I'm not saying that, you know, like I hate like fast food places. Obviously, if you've seen me, I like fast food places. But if you choose to go there, you are choosing to go to a place that is not like healthy for you exactly so i mean yeah. you know just get good stuff for a meal i've never once like went in like a mcdonald's or wendy's or like any place i'm like hmm i would love a salad right now like right. exactly <laughs> it just doesn't happen i mean so yeah it, it's a marketing tool to say oh hey look we're getting healthier but if you choose to go there you know what you're getting exactly and that's why I don't go there. I haven't eaten McDonald's like 12 years. And fun fact on the uh, salad there, Keith, McDonald's salad has more fat than their cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. With their dressing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ridiculous. So, All right. So just get your Baconators and be happy and go home. That's, <laughs> that's Wendy's. <laughs> All right. With that, let's take a quick break. We all have a Disney side. And the best place to show it is Disney Parks. So come to the place where the entire family can laugh, let loose, and play together. Disney Parks. Come on, show your Disney side. So, everybody, this week on the channel, Tiki Talk, we're going to field an email from one of our listeners from across the Great Sea, or the pond, over there in England. Uh, David C. had emailed us um, and had some questions for us. So I'm going to um, shoot. I'm going I'm to mention the email here now. Um, and I just wanted to say he's a, a fan of Mustarda, so thank you for being Mustardo. See, there he is. <laughs> I thank you, thank you. He's very happy. He's got a fan. So he says, So I have recently started to plan a trip for September 2019, so a little over a year and a half away from now, um, to Walt Disney World for my wife and I and four others, six in total. I have a little experience over there, but would love to hear your advice. Our group age range is 18 to 32 and all love Disney. We have a couple of first-time visitors a couple who have been once and a couple who have ne- who have been a number of times. I value your opinions greatly, Sean, mostly. And in case you run out of <laughs> ideas, I would love to have your wow. advice on a few things. <laughs> Way to ad-lib an extra line in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so he's basically he, you know, he, he's using it for a show idea, but uh, um, he has some good questions on there. And yeah, that's a lot of information, man. That's... <laughs> I think one of the, the one of the first questions he says must do first for first for first timers. We've thought about doing an episode where we take each park and and, and trying mm-hmm. to uh, go over like what's best for first timers. 
But as far as like first timers go, it's uh, there's a couple big things that you have to do. One, you need to do the monorail. That's that's a given. As long as the monorail is still functioning in 2019, <laughs> and the doors closed, <laughs> and the doors closed. Yes, that's th- that would be my number one choice. Would probably be as a first time, you need to experience the monorail, the full monorail. You need to do a resort loop, and then you need to go over to Epcot. You need to see that whole thing as a first timer. I took and broke it down just like attractions mainly. I didn't like branch those to like to transportation. So I just had um, it's Soren have to do pirates, Ari expedition, Everest, the Tower of Terror. It's a small world, and at that point, um, it shall have Toy Story Land as well as probably Star Wars Land too to explore and try and do the nighttime shows as well. Yeah, if they're still around the nighttime shows. Less and less now, but I mean, you nighttime parade. Yeah, I know. I wish that would come back. Those those are good choices, there, Keith. I would certainly agree with with some of those options. I think that uh, I I don't think I don't think I would put Expedition Everest in there as a is a a certain must do for people who've never been to Disney. I think sort of you got to focus more on. The magic, some of the Magic Kingdom attractions first. You know, Peter Pan, Small World, Pirates, Haunted Mansion. I think those are all things you need to focus on for the most part. Is Magic Kingdom spend more time at Magic Kingdom experiencing all those things? Um, that is probably the main focus. When you start going outside the park, I think the Safari is a good one. But I think you kind of going to Pandora, experiencing Pandora at night versus the day as well. I think you need to try to do some of those things. I don't think Expedition Everest would be in my top, even probably not even top ten. Well, um, I should have asked him the length of his trip. It wasn't in his email either, so that well, since he's that, coming over from England, excuse it too. It's usually about two It'll weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so he'll he'll get to explore all four parks a lot. So, right. I mean, Scott, you have any thoughts? Well, I'm actually gonna kind of go against what you said as far as the Peter Pan and most of the. Fantasyland. I, I know I've said it many times. I'm not a huge fan of that, especially with the wait time and everything else. But you're right. Seeing seeing different things between day and night. Not only Pandora, but to me, even riding on the TTA day and night is one of my absolute favorites. Um, nighttime shows, the fireworks if they're there, illuminations if it's still there for sure. Um, really, you know, I say we say it all the time, but. Don't rush through everything. And as a first timer, let them soak it in because I hear so many times from people that while they're going, they feel like they have to get everything done. And if it's crowded or anything else and they don't get through everything that they wanted to, then they end up really not enjoying their vacation, coming back and having a bad taste in their mouth about Disney World. Right. So just, mm-hmm. you know, patience and, and knowing, you know, same thing with the fact that they're 18 to the 30s. You know, is is Peter Pan really going to be something unless it has some significance in their their past? You know, their childhood of watching that movie or something else. Well, I, I don't really see England. that age group doing it. They're from England. Well, <laughs> they'll they'll go to London if they want to see the real London and not flying over some black. Lights. Yeah, but they're not they're not flying over and seeing Tinkerbell. I mean, come on, Scott. And you brought us some good points. The other thing that I think you also need to focus on as a first timer is try to spend more time with some of the um, citizens that are floating around in some of the parks on Main Street. Get to the park before it opens. Try to get there, you know, half hour before the park opens and see the opening 
uh, rope drop experience there, spending time on Main Street, seeing the trolley show, listening to the music there, interacting some with the cast members, the mayor and uh, the uh, the uh, fire chief and, and all that, the suffragette females. Um, Dapper Dans. The Dapper Dans. I mean, that's all. That's like things like fun to experience. when you, And then you head over to studios. Same thing. Interact with some of those because... Yeah. Those are, uh, you're gonna if you have a great interaction with some of those cast members, you're gonna remember that more than you remember riding um, right. so the safari. You honestly, you will. Uh, I, I think it's a great experience to spend time doing that. So that's I, I as as a as a quick thing to do for first timers, just glancing over it. It's probably something we can do more, break it down a little bit more for first timers later on. Right. Yeah, that almost needs a whole episode just yeah. to itself. Yeah. Uh, next question best character dining best character dining I've done probably the most when it comes to character dining out of anybody on the show I would probably say uh, I have not ever done them so oh, you have never <laughs> no wow. uh-uh. I think uh, I've done most done? all of them okay as far as like the best character dining goes is there's a lot of people that love love chef Mickey's because you get to see all the you get to see the main you know the main characters there the Fab Five. Uh, I don't love Chef Mickey's, just because I feel I feel it's a little bit little bit too rushed. But as a first timer, I think that's a place that you should experience is, is Chef Mickey's as a first timer for sure. For me, I have I've done it once so far. That's the Akashu's breakfast, but it's princesses. I don't know if everybody wants to do that. I love that experience that we had there. I would certainly do that again for my daughter. Um, and I, it was just the character interaction. It just it just seeing her experience for it w- was incredible. One of my favorite is the over at the Beach Club at Cape May Cafe for character dining. Yep. I love that one. That one's a great one. The characters are dressed in their swimsuits. It's a little more laid back. It's a little bit quieter. It's smaller. You. Uh, I think you get a better overall experience with that one. I think Kate May probably has better food. Um, I, I agree. I've probably done Kate May and Chef Mickey's more than any of the others. Uh, Kate May growing up was always one. My birthday and my parents' anniversary are a couple weeks apart, so most of our chips were right around there. And we would always do those for breakfast. So I, I definitely recommend that one. But I personally think, and I've only done it once now, but my probably new favorite character dining is the Tusker House Breakfast, especially if you get it before park open and just walking through Animal Kingdom, uh, seeing that and amazing food that's there and and great character interaction as well. Yeah, I didn't love that one. We weren't big fans of that one. A lot of the food was cold when we were eating it, and we were there early too. And it was so loud. All the people in there were just so loud. It was just like, oh my gosh, I got to get out of here. But everybody I know that goes there pretty much loves that. And another really good one for in car- in park dining I love is Crystal Palace right. with Winnie the Pooh characters. I prefer breakfast there because the uh, Crystal. I, I love the I love eating in the Crystal Palace because of the experience the, of of the the whole atmosphere inside that place and that you're eating on Main Street. You can see the castle in the distance. Sometimes you get to see the fireworks. It's just a fun experience eating there. And if you're a Winnie the Pooh fan. It's even better, you know. You'll love interacting with the, the characters. Tigger can be a riot a lot of times. He'll be mm-hmm. goofy. He'll he'll stop. He'll block you from being in pictures. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It's a great interaction. It's what they said. 
<laughs> well, I chose the one, Chef Mickey's just because it is the Fab Five. It's more adult theme than Akers House, unless you you want the princesses. I think it's it's pretty much for like a first timer. That's the Fab Five is kind of what you're there for. Right. So 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 that was the only uh, advice I had for that one. Right. But like and you I got said, the monorail driving over you. Them. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, that's cool too. Next one: best park restaurants on a budget, quick service or table. Santuli Canteen at Pandora. <laughs> I took and broke it down into parks. At the Magic uh, Kingdom, could be our guest at lunch. It's a lot cheaper, but you still get the same experience of dining inside Castle. Uh, we always we stop at Pecos Bills and Casey's. It's like a must do for us. Gaston's Tavern yourself cinnamon roll excellent theming in there too epcot had sunshine seasons lots of choices lots of seating it's indoors the food's really good for the beer garden food is really excellent there for a sit down it's one of the cheaper ones Candina, the day sun and hell is really good and like i normally say um the yorkshire for most people but since they're from there that's probably one <laughs> that they'd skip yeah. um animal kingdom Harambe Market, really good. Their sausages there are excellent. As we stop at Flame Tree and Tule Canteen, it's Scott said, wonderful food there. The studios, there's not a ton of choices, but the Pizza Rizzo, it's a good theming. It's really, really neat. The meatball subs are good. We stop at Fairfax Fair there, um, as well um, as uh, Hollywood Scoops to get their uh, ice cream sandwiches with the cookies. Or, ooh, it's really good. So one of them, one here that I wanted to mention was uh, the Plaza Restaurant on Main Street in the Magic Kingdom is a sit-down restaurant, but it's sort of a cross between a quick service and a sit-down restaurant where you're getting sandwiches um, and things, a lot, some things that you'll find more on the on a quick service menu, but more, but you're going to be served. You know, everything's going to come to your seat. It'll be a little bit more relaxed eating in there. There's some really good choices on the menu as well, and you're eating on Main Street. You don't have to be feel like you're being rushed and, and trying to get through things so fast. Um, so that is something that I think that a lot of people overlook, and I think it's a great option. Heading over to uh, Disney Springs. Disney Springs has got a, a few good things going on over there if you want to take things. Um, Earl of Sandwich, if you're just looking for a type of sandwich, it's going to be really cheap. Those, I think they're seven inch rolls, I think, um, for like seven bucks, six, seven bucks, whatever the price is. Now I think six ninety nine. It's a great place to go grab a sandwich. Blaze Pizza, you're gonna get yeah. you're gonna get a personal pizza for about I think it's nine bucks there, and you can get anything you want on the pizza. If you want extra cheese, you get extra cheese. You want sausage, you want bacon, you want uh, jalapeno peppers. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a personal pizza for nine bucks, and it's a great, great place to go to for. Um, something on the cheap heading over to um, Animal Kingdom Lodge Sanaa I think going over to Sanaa and just going with the uh, the bread service as a group and getting a dessert maybe or, or a drink or two is a great thing to do at Sanaa I did not love the food per se but I did love the bread service there so I think that is certainly a great option for everybody um, mm -hmm. another one uh, Sci-fi dining. Sci-fi dining is a hard one to get a lot of times, but it's a good experience. Prices aren't too bad. The food is is good, 
and portions are huge. Yeah, the portions are huge, so yeah. you could easily share those at Sci-Fi Dine, and I think that's a great a great option as well. Um, another one heading back to for to Springs as a sit down. I think Morimoto Morimoto Asia. If you head to if you want to get like the noodle bowls and stuff like that, they're um, under twenty bucks. So it's a it's a good bargain for that, and you're getting a decent amount for the price. Trails End, Trails End is at um, yeah. Fort Wilderness, right? Trails End, yeah. yes. That's where you want to go. That's like you're gonna get, especially for breakfast. Head over there one morning. You're gonna get all you can eat for like, I think it's eighteen twenty bucks. <clears throat> Excuse me. That is a great great place to go. Your money will go a lot further over there. It's a little bit out of the way depending on where you're gonna stay. But if you're gonna have a rental car, that's gonna be really really easy for you to get to. Price wise, I mean, like it's some of it is is, is hard. Sunshine seasons, you might find some good things there. You should, the portion sizes are pretty good there, and you could probably share some of those items. I think that's all I had for my my ideas, but uh, I mean, I'm sure if I had more time, I can come up with more. Yeah, main ones I was gonna say I, I mentioned Santula at the beginning. Uh, Trails in, like you said, I think it's the best priced buffet on property, and mm-hmm. breakfast or dinner, either Definitely. one are, are great options. It's nice to walk around that that resort as well. Um, only other one I would mention as far as in park would be Pecos Bills. Oh um, yes, yes. I think that it's a, a, a yeah. lot of food for the price, and the fact that it's got that toppings bar as well makes it go that much further. Yes. Um, and the other thing I, that I wanted to mention was when you go to like a quick service restaurant and they offer things with fries, especially at um, Casey's. You know the hot dog, the hot dog's expensive. It's it's not cheap. It, but if you choose not to have the fries, you'll save a buck or two. I forget the exact savings. I think it's a dollar fifty. Um, and if you don't want fries and you're looking to save a little bit of money, just say you want it without fries, so it's going to reduce the cost. Don't think that you have to have it. It's the same thing with a lot of the quick services that offer things like that. Um, right. And another another good thing is that September is a little hot, but um, over in Japan, there's uh, I forget what stand it is. Um, they have Hot a glory, shaved ice. Oh, that's really good. Keith got me hooked on that. I'm definitely going to be doing that again. <laughs> um, the steaming bowl of the udon noodles. That's really good, too, if you like that. That's always tasty on a hot day, though. That's yeah, not so much. But you're going to be there. You'll be there in September, so food and wine will be going on. Should be so pretty good, yeah. Throw it all out the window, what we just said, and just hang out in Epcot all the time. <laughs> and yeah. cool for the ultimate budget buster. Exactly. It's free soda. The one more too that I forgot at Springs is Wolfgang Pucks Express. Yeah. Um, the prices there are really, really good. The food is outstanding and and tucked away, so it's usually like not that busy. Right. Um, because it's an older spot too, so it's like a lot of people are are scouring for the new places. But right. the food there is really, really good. Uh, next, Pandora advice, Scott. where do i start uh get a fast pass find someone that has young children that you can use to do rider swap and eat at santuli and visit it at night Um, and during the day yeah do the day and night and in all seriousness um if you're not able to get a fast pass and you don't want to rope drop um find an extra magic hours preferably at night Try to go, you know, within the last hour of park close. We were able to do this on on our trip back in November. Um, but I think the ride set of whatever the line wait time was, say it was like 45 minutes. I think we waited like five. Right. Uh, just because it's park close. I think they're trying to get people out and, and not get in line thinking they're going to be able to ride it. 
but we were able to do, I think we did Flight of Passage and then went right over to Navi River. We did Navi River twice. but Navi River twice. Um, it's definitely worth doing it at night. Um, even the, the attraction itself, I feel, is a different, even though they're both an indoor attraction. I think just by once you exit the attraction at night, it really makes you feel like you're there. And I, I think this is probably something that once it comes closer to September of next year, we can talk about because you don't know the variables are going to be once Star Wars Land and Toy Story right. Land open up. So uh, more coming at a later date. Next favorite bars. That's a loaded question. Favorite. Lacava. <laughs> yeah. Lacava in Epcot. If you love uh, margaritas or tequila, it's the place to be. It's uh, Scott loves the avocado margarita. I love the avocado margarita as well. It's a, it's a great one. I still want to try the jalapeno. I haven't gotten around to trying that yet. Those are uh, two great things. Another, I, I, the maelstrom is good there too. I haven't had that one yet. Oh, it's good. The, the was it the not rum chata one? It's something horchata. Horchata, thank you. Um, that one's good. It's a little bit sweet though. But yeah, it's more a dessert good. margarita. Right, but it is. Good. And again, being that it, food and wine will be going on, we'll have a. Uh, uh, they'll be having a. Um, a seasonal one out at their kiosk as well. Right. Okay. So we all, we can agree. Keith hasn't been there yet, but the Trader Sam's at uh, the Polynesian, that is a great bar. It's, it's, it's so well themed. It's so, unless you've actually experienced it, it's, it's really hard to describe to somebody. It's just, so many things happen depending on what kind of drink you you order. You know, the, the cast member delivers it to you. Um, sometimes in a costume, sometimes acting out. It all depends, and and the environment around you changes depending on what drink you have. Things explode, rains, you know, different sounds. It's it's just a whole fun experience. It's not cheap. And the size of their group will also help if they each order something different. Right, and you could try it and and, and experience everything. So that would be fun. Uh. Going to the springs, I mean, there's I, Jock Lindsay's. I, I really enjoy hanging out at Jock Lindsay's. I think that's a yep. that's a great spot to yeah. grab some appetizers and drinks. So that would certainly be on my list. And then you have, well, like the Edison. I have not experienced the Edison yet, and I'm hearing great things about the Edison. I would love to do that. Yeah, I had the Nomad Lounge, the Tiffins. It's at the uh, Animal Kingdom. Right. It's just an awesome spot to chill out get some food and man they've got some excellent drinks here too baseline tap house that's at the studios is really cool it's a little pricey but it's good lots of beers on tap beer flights and stuff like that and uh of course the dawa bar at the animal kingdom hit the sugar cane um like mojito and sit there and chill out it's a wonderful day right there and i have to throw in uh, i mean there's a few other i want to throw but another one is geyser point at wilderness lodge that's yep. a great place to go, whether it's daytime or nighttime, to sit there and have a drink and enjoy uh, water views and music and and uh, the the a lot scenery, of good sights and sounds. The sights and sounds—that's the whole thing that you're really going for there. And also, I think at the springs, I think you need to spend a couple nights there and going from restaurant to restaurant. So going to like uh, what's the place next to the boathouse? Paddlefish. Uh, paddlefish going upstairs to the, the lounge up there and, and having some drinks there and then maybe going to the, the boat in at the boathouse, the outside outdoor bar over there too. I think that's a good one as well. 
There's quite a few when it's going to come to the springs that you can go and enjoy. That's all I've got for that one. Okay. Um, next one. Getting the most out of Fast Pass Plus. I can jump in on that one. One thing I mentioned before is don't feel like you have to. And again, there's how many he say there's on his group. There's like 10 of them or something. Uh, quite a few in their group. Don't feel like every person in your party has to get the same exact fast pass. Or if there's someone that, you know, say it's Tower of Terror and there's people in your group that necessarily won't ride that ride, you can always use their fast pass after and get two rides out of it. It's kind of a little cheat to it, but. It, you're also going to find if you're doing a fast pass and trying to find it for 10 people, you're going to be limited as far as what you may find. So search for one or two people and, and constantly go and, and refresh and look to see if you can add others if you need it for those hard to get fast passes. And I also think you need to choose everything starting at the hour. So nine o'clock at your first one at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at your second one, your third one at 11 o'clock. And as soon as you're on yes. the third one and if you've used your fast pass, whether it be 1105 11.06, 11.55, as soon as you wipe your fast pass for the first time, you can select your next fast pass. So you can right. try to make it for 12. And if you can get one for 12, and you get out of the ride and do 12, go back on the, you know, get onto the new ride, scan your magic band, choose your next uh, fast pass attraction. That's a great way to try to maximize the, the amount of rides you're going to get out of an, out, out, out uh, during the day. So. Yeah, if you pick your third one as late at night, you're you're not going to get that rolling fourth fast pass. Exactly. All right, so last question that uh, David has. He goes, um, is there any way possible if I can get an autographed picture of Sean? I would really love to have that. <laughs> David, I, I, I'd love to send a picture of you uh, of me to you, but I, I don't think it's right that it just gets a picture of me. I would have to have all the other guys like involved as well. But that, I, I, I appreciate forty dollars the signature too, by the way. And we <laughs> didn't want to do the group photo because Sean has to have his shirt off in it, and we we uh, don't want any part of that. Yeah, that's that's well, obscene in most countries. There, okay, there was a bonus question: uh, hidden gems in Walt Disney World. Like a few of these uh, we touched on, but the windows on Main Street. It's always neat to to walk around and check out. The Streetmosphere people, the bands, the, the Philharmonic, stuff that just kind of like like happens. Always like stop and watch that stuff. It's really cool. The trails around um, Tree of Life that's at Animal Kingdom. Um, there's just like tons of spots to stop and stuff and look around. The carvings at the tree is really neat to look at. The stables for the horses that's at Fort Wilderness is really cool. And it's free to just to, you know, go and stuff and walk over there and hang out. Get the Muppet Show that's... Uh, at Liberty Square is really fun uh, to stop and check out too. So there's lots of stuff that happens if you just kind of keep yourself open um, to those experiences and don't just have traction blinders on. Yeah, I think on top of, you know, the main one I was going to mention was all the different entertainment, not only in the parks like you mentioned with all the streetmosphere, but going to the boardwalk at night and seeing the different performers that's there. And, and I've always said I think the, the biggest hidden gem in all of Disney World is Yeehaw Bob at Port Lanes Riverside. So it's, you know, it, it all comes back to the entertainment, like Sean said at the beginning, is is those are the memories that you're going to remember when you go back home. It's those interactions and the time spending with that as opposed to going on a ride. Yeah, I agree. I think along with that, I think you need to try to spend some more time outside, outside the park exploring some of the resorts. Like um, if you're not staying on Animal Kingdom, just go visit Animal Kingdom uh, Resort anyway. You can still see some of the animals that are out there. Go to um, the Polynesian. Walk around the Polynesian. It's it's a great atmosphere. You can go over there and get uh, 
you know, the ice cream, a Dole Whip over there and walk around the grounds and, and watch watch um, the fireworks show from the beach there for a completely different perspective. And like, yep. uh, you know, Scott said, the boardwalk definitely at night. That's, that's a fun thing to do. Spend time at the springs um, inside the park. Keith said, look at the, the windows. You know, just take your time looking and look at every little crevice that you can find and 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 spending the time looking at things, you'd be surprised what you would you'll come across. And the other big thing is is spend time talking to cast members. They're yeah, um, yeah. you know, That's you can a have one. a great experience talking to some people, especially some of the younger ones that are there on their on their college program. Some of them are like eager to talk to you about what's going on in the park, or what's going on in their life, what they like to do. Um, Americans are very, very friendly, very outgoing. You don't see, you'll see that more in the South than you see it up North, but people actually up North, you know, people will say like New Yorkers are rude or, or people up this way are rude. Um, it's not that we're rude. It's just, we're just constantly going. You're direct. Stuff. Yeah. It's just, but friendly people are, you know, relatively friendly. You get in a conversation with them and, and, and it's like, you know, two totally different people. So Americans like to talk. <laughs> so that's, and well, we're generally sort of happy, um, you know, in in some ways. And to go on that. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That does help too. Right. I mean, Sean's a perfect example of this. Uh, Americans are also very selfish and like to talk about themselves. The thing with the cast members especially is look at their name tags, see where they're from. You know, if there's anything (laughs) interesting that, you know, people love to talk about where they're from and anything that's that. But yeah, that's, the cast members are everywhere, but that's it's probably the the best one I didn't even think of is is the cast members are truly a a gem of what they're the ones that bring the magic. Right. Yep. All right. So I think that's all for the questions this week, um, David. I want to thank you so much for, uh, you know, su- submitting that, and you know, I'm going to leave it up to you, but we'd love to have you come on. I know it's a long way off, but um, come on and tell us about your experience. Of traveling to the U.S., actually, we—I'd still like to have somebody from um, England come on and just talk about like their experience of what it's like, you know, traveling here and spending so much time here. We don't get that type of thing. We, you know, our trips are four to five days, maybe six days for the most part. So uh, it's nice to get that perspective, especially if he's here for like two weeks, just to hear how oh, they yeah. do it and, and and what they do over that whole period right. as well. Yep. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. The vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Get a clear view of the parks with Woody's polarized sunglasses. Check out all of their wood frame styles at Woody's.com. Don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. If you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find the Tiki-licious Sean at 1 Minute cool. Disney Dream on Twitter. That's 1-M-I-N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Daily. And you can find me not-so-Tiki-licious on Twitter at Scott A. Campbell or on Instagram at ScottyBoy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at mholly579. With all that being said, for our special guest, Tyler. Alan, take it away, buddy. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. Also by Trader Sam's Coffee. Why not brew some magic in your home? And finally, Woody's.com. Sunglasses for a glare-free view of the magic. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.